Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and growing older with enthusiasm with our host, Dr. Ron Kaiser. Dr. Ron, how are you? I know you're excited about our guest today, especially when we've been talking last couple of weeks on uh, your social media about how important it is to be healthy the older you get, to, to work out and all that stuff. And you talk about those things, right? Yeah, so I'm absolutely excited to, to talk with, with our guests because we operate in the same space. We seem to have the same philosophy and uh looking forward to to how he can help me as well as all our other listeners all right all right so we're excited eric for you to join us today uh you're the C- ceo of vivo is that correct is that how you say it vivo vivo and uh thanks again eric for stopping by now talk to about the journey let's go right into specifically the journey and how you became an entrepreneur how did that start so I was uh, when I when I graduated college in the early '90s and uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do out of college, like so many others. Uh, I I did what I think a lot of people at the time did: is you became a consultant and you you got some exposure to a lot of different industries. And what I quickly found was I had an entrepreneurial drive. I wanted to move faster. I wanted to make a greater impact. And uh, that ultimately led me to my first company, which was a, a software company in the media and entertainment space. And was very fortunate to have some success there, uh, to have an eventual exit where we sold to a larger organization. And that really put me on a different path, which was I had had this success in business, but I found it to be uh, rather unfulfilling. And I, I, I recognized and did some introspection that I really wanted to make a difference in the world more than I wanted to succeed in a business. And so that started, uh, that forced me to take a 90 degree turn and really transform what my mission was to what I'm doing now. Uh, but but that entrepreneurial spirit, that ability to start something, to grow something became very, very important to me. Great. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about Vivo? What what do you do? So so I'll, I'll, fast, I'll start with what we do and then maybe give you a little bit about how we got there. So Vivo is an online but live and interactive small group fitness program for older adults with a real focus on building strength. And what I found as I was doing more and more research and aging really as a result of being a remote caregiver for my own parents who, who began to experience a rather precipitous decline in their quality of life, which I found out was very typical in their mid-70s into late 70s, early 80s. And I learned a word that I'd never heard before, and that word is sarcopenia. And most people, and I would imagine a number of your listeners, have never heard that word before. I certainly hadn't at the time. And sarcopenia is the progressive loss of muscle mass and strength and function as we age and really is inevitable. It's a natural part of aging for all of us, every human being on the planet. We all lose muscle mass as we age. But what I wasn't aware of is, A, there's there's a word for it. There's a condition. And B, sarcopenia. And this loss of muscle mass as we age, it's progressive. It gets, it accelerates as we get older. And it's what's so responsible for all of these issues that we deal with aging. Falls, osteoporosis, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, um, sleep, mood, uh, dementia, Parkinson's, all of these things, muscle mass and strength has a real factor in, and in some cases, the direct cause of these conditions. And so the more I learned about this, the more I wondered, why aren't we talking about this more? And especially as I learned interventions that you can engage in strength training, resistance training, challenging our muscles on a regular basis and increase your strength and function at any age, whether you're 25 or 95. 
but we're really not talking about that as a as a healthcare industry. And we talk an awful lot about walking, which is wonderful. But but there's something more that we really need to be focused on, which is around muscle mass and strength and and creating a program. And that's what we're trying to do with Evo. So just so I understand, you talked about this decline as being inevitable, but it sounds like it's you you can interfere with it. Am I correct? You don't that, have to just sit on the couch or go to bed and assume, okay, this is it. I just wait for the, the decline to happen. That's right. And that's one of the most important things that I would want the listeners to walk away with is you can intervene. You can interfere with this process. It is a natural part of aging, but it is accelerated as we do nothing. And if you do challenge your muscles on a regular basis, also known as resistance training or strength training, you can really slow that. And in a lot of cases, you can reverse that. And so we have seen, we've been running this Vivo program now as an online program where we engage with small groups of older adults for over three years. And a part of what we do is we actually measure outcomes. So we do a one-on-one assessment with everyone that joins our program. We baseline their balance, we baseline their strength and endurance, and then we reassess, we remeasure that every two to three months. And what we see is remarkable results, remarkable increases across the board. 100% of everyone we've ever baseline assessed and reassessed has gotten stronger, 100%. It turns out that if you strength train consistently, you get stronger. Who knew? Um, But the specifics that we are actually seeing, and we're in the middle of a large research project that's funded by the National Institute on Aging in partnership with the Duke University School of Medicine, where we are seeing an average of about a 25% increase in strength in just the first two months of doing Vivo. 25% stronger in two months is a big deal. Ah, And And what do you you think it... The it's your secret sauce, then, right? That's able to do that, right? What you've seen that what works what better for older adults and other people when it comes to working out and things like that, right? So it's it's really two factors. Um, the first is consistency, is getting individuals to engage on a consistent basis. If you do not exercise consistently, you will not see outcomes. So how do you get anyone, whether you're older, younger, uh, male, female, etc., to engage consistently? And for us, that's where this live interactive small group comes in because it's all about community and social engagement and accountability. And so we've done a healthy dose of research into behavioral science where we understand being accountable to a small group drives behavior. And so we're we're creating these live interactive classes where the same people come week in, week out into every class. They get to know each other. We use prompts within our exercise classes um, that get people talking and make exercise a little more social, a little more fun, which gets people coming consistently. So that's the first thing. The second is really adapting what we do to the level of the person that we're dealing with, which again has so much to do with a small group and giving everyone an individualized experience. Because for those of you who are older uh, and even younger than older, health and mobility and fitness is very complex. And it's not even complex across individuals. It's complex from day to day for for a given individual. And I don't know about you, Dr. Ron, I woke up this morning and my knees hurt and I felt fine on Monday. And so working with a trainer, working in a program that has the ability to adapt to how you're feeling that day, but create a level of challenge so you're still making progress, that's really, really fundamental to what we do and I think why we've seen so much success. I've got a couple of questions uh, regarding this, one of which is, in general, how how frequently do you need to do this? Uh, are there things that you supplement on your own? And uh, if I could turn my laptop in different ways, you'd see weights over there. There's actually cables in the drawer, uh, got resistance band 
uh, why do I need you? <laughs> I love it. Um, so the first question is the science around strength training really says that three times a week is optimal. Um, three times a week may feel like a lot for people who don't do anything at all right now. So a general rule of thumb that we promote is twice a week is pretty good. So we we really see the majority of our customers, 85% of our member base comes to Vivo twice a week. And so we see wonderful results from twice a week. Once a week, if done consistently, is certainly better than zero. But once a week is really more about maintenance. And so there's nothing wrong with engaging in strength training once a week. Again, it's better than not. But we really encourage people to do this twice a week because that's where you see more significant improvements. And obviously, three times a week is optimal. And why you need someone like us at the end of the day, we feel like everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs a guide to walk them through this because it's complicated. And unless you are really experienced with exercise, unless you are really experienced with your form, how to challenge yourself on a regular basis to continue to see those improvements, it can be hard to monitor this yourself. And the worst thing you can do is start an exercise program without really knowing if you've got good form, if you're doing things in the right way and hurt yourself. And that is the fundamental thing that we always preach. And what we really want to do is get people to a point where they can be self-sufficient. YouTube videos, apps on your phones, on, on your computer, there's a lot of ways to engage in this for free all by yourself. Getting that foundation is really, really important in the beginning of an exercise program and working with a trained professional who understands especially the complexities of working with an older adult and especially working with an older adult with multiple comorbidities. If you've got osteoporosis, if you've got type 2 diabetes, um, if you've got uh, hypertension, uh, these are all things that impact your ability to exercise and you really need to make sure you're approaching this with caution. Now, let's talk about what are the goals? How large do you want to make this, especially working with older adults? Because we know the percentage of older adults is the biggest population in the United States. It's the biggest growing population next to, I guess, Latinx in the whole US. So you have a lot of people you could serve. How do you go out and find them? And what are your goals? Yeah, I think, I think the goal is really to create awareness and education around the importance of strength training as you age. And this is a global issue. You talked about the demographics um, in the US. This is a global issue. We are seeing this increased population. This is the largest population of older adults this, this planet has ever seen is happening right now and it's only growing. So this is something that everybody needs to do. This is quite possibly the single most important thing that we can do to maintain our health and our independence above all else, right? This is really, really critical. This allows us to do things like stand up out of a chair. When we lose our ability to stand up out of a chair or off of a toilet, we begin to lose our independence. And so knowing that it's not too late, you may maybe never have exercised a day in your life and you think it's too late. It is not. So part of it is just getting the word out there about how important that there's this condition called sarcopenia that we don't know about. Um, this is happening to all of us and there's something you can do about it is really important. We really believe that this is a global solution. As an online product, we can impact people all over the world. We have customers in other countries. We are certainly very focused on the U.S., but this is something there's no reason why anyone across the globe could not engage in this program. Uh, yeah, and I've, got, I've got one question and then a couple of comments and then I'm through. But my, my question is what I, I mentioned my equipment. What what does a person need equipment wise uh, from your vantage point? 
So when, when someone signs up for Aviva, we make an assumption that they don't have anything. So we send everybody a welcome kit. And in that welcome kit, we send two resistance bands, which are the tubes with handles. Uh, and we send a light and a medium and a door anchor. So you can anchor it in your door to, to use a lot of, of different kinds of exercises. And we use that extensively with body weight as well. And so that's really all you ever need. Um, there's plenty of exercises that create a really sufficient level of challenge with body weight, but the resistance bands are wonderful because they create additional challenge. They give us more flexibility for the kinds of exercises that we can do, and they're gentler on the joints and the tendons and the ligaments um, to make sure that you don't get hurt, but you still get that level of challenge. Okay, my my two comments, and, and this has been really, really enlightening, but my two comments, and number one, aside from what it does for the body, I mean, there's really strong science to recommend that exercise is one of the best things you can do for your brain and to help to reduce the possibility of dementia. Uh, the other thing, just to uh, kind of verify what, what you had mentioned earlier, um, most days I, when I get out of bed, I, I feel pretty good. Uh, but I do find sometimes when life interferes and I do have a regular exercise regimen and time to do it, uh, and sometimes when I try to justify not doing it for, you know, three or four or five days in a row, and that rarely happens, but when I, it does happen, I feel it in my back, my thighs and stuff in the morning and really need more time to get going. So I, I think that, you know, the reality is I suspect this is a lifelong thing that, that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, healthy eating, you don't reach a weight and then say, okay, don't have to do it anymore, but I, I assume that this is a lifelong thing if I'm at all typical in this regard. I, I, I yeah, and I that's such a wonderful comment, um, Doctor Ron, because um, I, I hate to outwardly say this, but what you said is absolutely the fact that you can't just do this for eight weeks or twelve weeks or sixteen weeks and stop and you're done. This is something that needs to become habit, which is why we're so focused on the behavioral change aspect of this and creating that accountability. Because the fact of the matter is sarcopenia is a progressive condition. It does accelerate as you age. Believe it or not, it starts in your 30s. Our physical strength uh, peaks in our mid-20s. And in our 30s, we start to lose muscle mass naturally. And that accelerates and really begins to accelerate more in our 60s, which is why for so many of us, we feel the pains of aging in our 60s really for the first time. Wow. Uh, but this is something you need to do, incorporate into your life, just like healthy eating and good sleep. Um you know, two to three times a week for the rest of your life. But if you do that, it will make such an amazing, impactful difference on your health, on your ability to remain independent and have a high quality of life. You notice that intermittent fasting at ways at times can also help in that process because I'm a huge intermittent faster and I haven't been in the gym as much in the last six months, but I'm still active all the time. And I feel my muscle mass keeps growing from doing it like, like fat burns. And it's just, just by taking seven, eight hours not eating. I don't snack ever and all that stuff. And I do intermittent fasting. I may have something small, but I still consider intermittent fasting for someone who's 6, 10, 280 pounds, right? And so, yeah. It, intermittent fasting uh, is, is something I, at least time-restricted eating is something I adhere to as well. Um, it gets complicated as you get older because protein becomes a really fundamental um, source. Protein creates muscle, right? So there's something called muscle protein synthesis, which is the conversion of protein into muscle that makes us stronger. And so we really, especially as we age, that process slows down. And so we really want to encourage older adults, 
to eat as much protein as possible and really distribute that throughout the day. A really good rule of thumb to remember is try to get 30 grams of protein per meal. As we get older, intermittent fasting and skipping breakfast or skipping dinner, if that's if that's what you're doing, um, it just gets a little bit more complicated, especially adding in chronic conditions on top of that. So the only uh, caveat I would give to that statement is we want to make sure older adults are really focused on protein and getting that distribution throughout the day. And at times that can be odds at odds with that, that concept of time-restricted eating. Yeah, I think that, uh, and, and I do time-restricted eating. I mean, I ate absolutely nothing between dinner and breakfast. So that's essentially a 12 to 14 hour uh intermittent fast a day but i think it is real important to uh if you're going to do it to be knowledgeable about protein to be knowledgeable about uh blood sugar things of that nature because uh if you do it right you feel better if you do it wrong it it it's counterproductive uh, I, I wanted to add to one other thing that you had mentioned um, just a minute ago, Dr. Ron, which is around being good for your brain. And I think that's one of the other things. There's a ton of research in the last couple of years, specifically on the benefits to brain health and cognition for engaging in not only exercise, but in strength training in particular. And we do something in vivo that I would want to um, you know, bring to the attention of all the listeners, because this is something you can also incorporate yourselves with your own exercise programs. And that's something called a dual task exercise. And you'll see this very, very commonly in programs like Parkinson's where there's boxing. Um, and what that is, it's a dual task is the simultaneous physical movement and cognitive recall. And so what we will do is we will ask people questions while they're exercising. And it can be silly. Um, we'll do, uh, you know, name as many words that begin with the letter B as possible while you're doing chair stands, go. And um, it sounds silly, believe it or not, it's hard. Uh, it's, you know, the brain is trying to control the movement of the body and recall information, and that's really good for it. And so it's actually creating something called neurogenesis and neuroplasticity, which is really good for executive function and overall brain health. And so we do this throughout our classes. I would recommend if you're doing your own exercise programs, think of ways to do this. Um, doing contralateral mo movements across the body is another really, really good thing for the brain. And so there's tips and tricks that you can do within your own exercise programs that we've certainly built into what we do that are really good for stimulating that brain health. Eric, where's the best place we can find information on you learn more about you? Where can we go? You can go to teamvivo.com. That's T-E-A-M, like you're a part of a team, and Vivo, V-I-V-O. So teamvivo.com. We have a way that you can take a free class, a free introduction. We know that exercise is intimidating, especially for older adults who maybe haven't done this in a while. So we just want to give people a safe place to go try this for free, see what it's like. We'll give, we do more talking than work than exercising that first class and just introduce you to get you comfortable to see you can do this. It's not too late. And this will make probably one of the most significant changes in your health and wellness and independence that you can possibly do for yourself. All right. Anything else to add, Dr. Ron? Uh, I, well, I got lots to to ask and to add, but uh, given the, the time constraints, I really, really appreciate, you know, what you've shared with us. I mean, it's it's a ton of stuff to, to you know, kind of process and, and utilize, but I really applaud the mission because it's it's just so important. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Eric. Thanks again. All right, that was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Growing Older with Enthusiasm. Got to take care.